0: Welcome to Thirsty Thursday. Glad to have you all with us tonight. We are going to be discussing Amrit, our first uh, non-scotch that I believe we've reviewed. We're also going to be talking about barley, how it makes it into the field and out of the field. And Dr. Scotch is going to come by and talk about some Springbank fun.
1: Oh, yeah. We've got Scotch in the
0: news. It's going to be an awesome show. Stick around. We'll be right back.
1: to the podcast, guys. Hey Welcome guys, to the show. He Scotch for Dummies. For guys on Scotch Journey to help you with your next Scotch purchase. I am Drew. I'm
2: Andrew. I'm Sean. And I'm Mark. Welcome to the show. That's right. It
0: could be
1: show night. So to show. tonight yeah.
0: we are gonna be discussing this guy that we reviewed this week, the Amrit. The Amrit single malt. Single malt. Intermediate, intermediate Sherry. <clears throat> uh, what's intermediate about it, Drew? <laughs> it's in the middle. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: that's what I got in my glass. You um, got a fanboy here. I, I warmed up with uh, what did we warm up with? Something monkey shoulder. Yeah, monkey it was shoulder. Monkey
1: shoulder um, That's a good <laughs> warm up. i will tell you. Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: and, and so I, I got I poured this right before the show started. So uh, you know we'll get back into this and see what did it score. It was three, two, five. Three, five. three, five. three, three seven, five. You gave it a three two three fives and a four. And a four, a four. Well then let's just pass the mic on, Drew. Talk. Uh, I'm still doing chat. What
1: were we talking well, well, about? We're <laughs> talking about the amaret. Uh, and you gave it a like, four. Did, did oh, you yeah. like the amaret? So I did like the amaret, Um In, let me tell you. you still giving it a four? I'm still giving it a four. Tom. Wow.
3: Ooh. In.
1: It's, it's got everything. I mean, did you smell it? Yeah. It's amazing nose.
2: So- <laughs> it's got the ABV. Very sherry. It's discontinued. I know it is. <laughs>
0: To be fair, everything we review is discontinued, coming right? in <laughs> right? But you can still buy it, that's the thing. It's discontinued. continue, uh, they're not making it anymore, but it's still out there. But, true. but we, we want to do Amrit a, a little bit, just because this was a single malt whiskey, and honestly, it's 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 good, man. There's there's I'm, nothing I'm, wrong uh, with
1: it. I'm a big fan of it right now. I want to try some more Amrit's. I want to try some Cavalons. I'm really kind of, you know, kind of interested in some different stuff right now.
0: Well, if are, amazing. If you're out at any kind of whiskey show that has any size whatsoever, uh, and Amrit has a table there. You'll probably meet Raj. And yep. he is a super, super nice guy. Yep. Um, he is. Extremely knowledgeable about his products and just whiskey in general. And just a really cool guy to talk to. So if you get a chance to talk to him, I highly recommend him. We've it.
3: seen him at several different events. And i got to say, one thing that's disappointing is because Amrit is so off the beaten path and unknown, usually he's just standing there. Yeah. You know? And so you finally you come over. You're like, hey, you get to talk to him. You try what he's got out. And you're like... Why aren't there people standing in line for this? Because this is pretty good stuff. I mean, he's a great guy to well, talk it's to. it's only been Miser- out
2: there like, 10 years. Is there such
0: a big line at the Jack Daniels? <laughs> they when nobody Miser- over
2: Miser- here. No kidding. <laughs> Keep them there, because I'm not standing there. I I tried that I want to try that Blackened, you know, where they play the music and it, it rocks out. fan. Let's not bust their balls too bad. <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> That's- they play rock uh, music so that whiskey so- age is better.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's what
2: they do. Right, right. they play metallic
0: through the casks anyway. It, that's, we, it, we hit that better. table right after we hit the glyph table, and they <laughs> yeah. both got the same reception. Right?
2: <laughs>
3: so uh, like, let's talk a little bit more about where's the, where's the distillery located so, specifically
2: in Bangalore, India, south, south, Center South India. It's hot as heck. It, I think it gets well over a hundred degrees Fahrenheit every summer, and never gets below fifty in the winter. Right. The distillate is distilled in India, it's
3: matured in India, um, but the casks obviously come from... Yes, from
2: the U.S., you know, ex-bourbon casks, sherry casks from Spain. And then back to a bourbon cask yeah. to finish and it And
0: off. They, they actually get peated malt for some of their stuff from Scotland. Yeah, so, so yeah.
2: Most, of the, most of the grain is, is Indian grain except for the peated, the stuff. peated stuff. The peated yep. stuff they actually buy from from Scotland.
0: So I I thought it was an interesting story about you know the fact that they released it in Scotland before they released it anywhere else to kind of prove their bona fides well, I mean, and kind of cut their chops that they were a real deal you know right. so i can
2: just imagine these guys at the distillery they're they're making 4 million liters of whiskey basically what they started out doing was taking they would import some scotch they'd blend some of their whiskey with it to kind of, and and send it to the Indian market whiskey yeah, and, and so, and then, and these guys started uh, making this stuff, and they're like, "Oh wow, this is really good. This is this is not what we normally put out. We need to, you know, sell this at a premium, and we need to do this." And so they, they actually managed to, you know, launch in Scotland first, got great reviews, and then they've slowly, as they've as they've been able to up production and produce, you know, older material. They've been able to actually expand into the U.S. Well, the uh, nice
0: part is they don't have to wait 20 years. Yeah, um, they, that's four true. Four years, four years to bottle it. Five years, it's dead. So you know your choice. We're we're waiting for uh, you know everything to mature enough that we can bottle it. Out. So, like 10, 12 years. No, like uh, next, next Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but if, up production. <laughs> but, if you,
2: but if you miss it by a month, it's gone bad.
3: <laughs> um, Graham Young, Zan, good to see you, uh, Alejandro. Good to see you, too. Sorry you're not yeah. going to make it with us this year, but that's all right. There's always next year. Um, there was somebody... Else. Oh, Stuff for Works in. Uh, Rich Z. Man, there's
0: a lot of good works I have had, had the Amrit Fusion. Yeah, we have. Uh, yes. And I I have had the Amrit Peated at uh, whiskey shows. Not yep. the edited. Uh, <laughs> no. So, and I... You know, like I said, Raj is a super nice guy, and he will spend as much time as you care to give him explaining his products and walking you through the whole lineup and you know everything that he's poured for me i've enjoyed and and he's Good guy to talk to. So Can we mark here,
2: that question for Donner Pass? Donner
3: Pass, save that uh, question for later conversation because this boy's been reading up on barley. Yep, we're going to oh. have a whole barley discussion Yeah, Chef today. Scotch
2: has gone through that. He yeah. knows exactly what's <laughs> going on with
3: that. Yeah, he actually was texting us about the difference between 6 row and 2 row you, and one You know row. who cared?
2: Just me. I
3: care. I'm down with it. It's just it's
2: science. Not just Who's let let the, the man run if he wants yeah. to
3: run. Bob haven't tried it, but I think I'm gonna get a bottle with my Valentine's coupon. What? The big swirl, the SMW's oh, yeah. big swirl. Yeah. I mean, it's like an eighty dollar bottle or something, like that, and they're giving you a twenty dollar coupon.
0: Yeah, might as well treat myself.
2: Yeah, treat shipping. yourself.
0: <laughs> so, end of the day, amrit intermediate sherry. I like that it wasn't too sherried it wasn't like a sherry bomb. No. You could still get to the whiskey, but it gave it enough that it was like a, f- a flavor enhancer. It was. It was almost.
2: It's almost a sherry bomb to me. I mean, it's. It's. It's not, and it's not deep and dark uh, sherry, but it's. It's more woody than. It. than yeah. you would oh, think. it's
1: definitely woody. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it's. I would classify as a sherry bomb still. I yeah. mean, it's right there on the edge. I, I still just think it's really interesting. I mean, one of the. The cool things about scotch in general for me is just i'm fascinated with the environment and how it affects things and then so the same topic goes for this and what they're doing and how fast, how fast as it goes with the temperature it's just it's fascinating that elements change and evolve and yep. create such beautiful things
0: like this yeah. <laughs> which <laughs> is i mean that's part of the fun mm-hmm. you know you never know what you're gonna get you don't so you don't um mm. So I, I enjoy it, and I think that it, it was a good bottle to get, and I'm glad we reviewed it, it.
1: We all give it a what three five overall? Yep. Know, yep, three five overall. It was
3: yeah.
0: two
1: three fives, a three, and a four. Yeah. So and it's like 100 and. That's what I was 20, just going to ask. I what think? was the price? $1.20. Yeah, oh,
0: okay. so
1: it's it's, it's up not there. Cheap. It's up there, but I think that if you are looking for something, maybe a little different than something scotch, maybe something a little that, that's similar enough to know that you want that sherry sweetness to it, that with some nice wood it's definitely a scotch hints, style. You, you're go, you're going to be like. This isn't Scotch. It tastes right. like Scotch. I mean,
3: it's also fifty-seven one. So for those people that are going to balk at the price, you are getting a little more whiskey for
1: that's very dollar, right? Very
0: true. I, I think the price is right in line with what I would yeah. pay for a you know <clears throat> anything else of this comparable quality with that ABV. I, I, I wouldn't feel like I. Got How do you guys feel about not having a statement on it though? I'm fine with it, and I think I covered it in the review because I think it would just confuse people. Mm-hmm. It's a different environment, and you're going to get a different maturation process. Absolutely. So I think if you put, you know, three years on this or four, or four or five, years, right? right, you're going to get people that are like, oh, well, it's like new make. Right. And automatically discount it when in reality, because of the aging difference in India versus Scotland, it doesn't drink like that at all. It, right. it
2: doesn't compare. You can't you, – I mean, even – so that's the thing. With even with uh, bourbons, you know, they say uh, it's got a ten-year-old bourbon. Right. Uh, ten years in in, um, in Kentucky is completely different than ten years in Scotland. It's a it's a completely different thing. And so the, the
0: Angels share. And the, this you is know, even this
2: is even more intense. Yep. And you can't get more than five years because then you get all the tannins and it, it just goes bad. So it, it's the milk. There's there's no there's no value in it. I think it just yeah. it just confuses it.
0: I, I think it's saying that they didn't put four years label on it. in
2: India maybe you, you could do even that that's right. going to still not going to mean you're going to have to massive.
0: educate a consumer based off of yeah. it's like
2: dog four years though, in india right? times 3, three x equals spain yeah. you know whatever
0: yeah mm. you're just going to confuse you put people so i think on it's on better it's
2: if i
3: was a marketing guy i would tell them not to do it yeah, it's exactly. easier not to it's, 10 years yeah. in kentucky though that sounds scary to
1: me you know what? and somebody posted
2: earlier yeah. I, I can't remember who it was <laughs> but <laughs> you put um, it in the bottom of your barrel you don't you don't put it in the top of your rickhouse one of the things we am not talking about the whiskey
1: one things we haven't tried yet is texas whiskey and I've, I've been hearing lots yeah. of stuff about that. And so it's very similar with they the environment. Heat, they get a lot of heat. Yeah. So, you know, I haven't, I haven't even seen any, like, for Sailor Do you have more, to so. drink
3: that with, like, salt
1: and a lime? Or? I think
3: so. <laughs> no. I think
1: so. So maybe we'll I'd have to no. find someone that has some. We can get some and check it There's out. There's plenty but, uh, of it
2: on. Yeah, there is. I
0: will need to look at a liquor store. All right. Well, moving on. Mm-hmm. We have mm-hmm. a, a sample to try. What do we have? I better I better start drinking. You should start drinking. Uh, right. So our friend Alan oh was kind enough to share uh, a sample with us. I, can't, uh, I keep I, up with you guys. When I saw him the last time. you going
1: to open that right now? <laughs> yeah, man.
0: Good Lord. I, all three of us got a pretty good little point right. <laughs> this, is,
2: this is lighter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we got half a glass left. A, he, he I like, think Sean's decided. already got a rubber
0: band on oh, his shoe brick set. What are you guys
2: waiting for? Come on, man. Come on. I can I mean, do
0: it. Where, where's your bottle?
2: Get your bottles out,
0: boys. So uh, talk about this bottle. So this is a signatory Port Ellen 26 uh-huh. year. Uh, it was distilled uh, April 8, 1982 and bottled 130, 2009. It was in a Hogshead cask, number... 1202 and this was bottle number 202 of 202. So in 82, the
2: last
1: 82. what were you doing bottle. in 82? In 82?
0: <clears throat>
2: oh oh man, you. I was nice full. No you, were no, you nice. were? You were 10 oh. years old, dude. Come on. <laughs> I know. Um oh, I was Scottie. throwing
3: snowballs at cars, I don't know. Scottie, Scottie, Scottie. Oh, Bobby <laughs> H. Bobby H. Bobby. Cheers,
2: Bob. Bob. Yeah, Bobby. <laughs>
3: you, put uh, you Put that damn thing down. Look at Bob, Bob is a cherry head. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, Bob. Thank you so much. All right, <laughs> so, so here's, like,
2: he likes the big swirl. Here's where we're at. This is 54.1. So, you know, big swirl reminds me of, like of cream corn. Hey, cream corn? <laughs>
1: That's what big swirl is. <laughs> we have
3: to always say that. Unbelievable. Green corn, green corn. All right, did so we're gonna pour get off. Oh, it. It. <laughs> I'm gonna have to wash this glass out. Though, <clears first throat> one, the, the yeah, sherry, I already did the that. The and wood influence from the Amra to, to oh, get in the way of that. Dude, could you like
2: waited like no nope. five minutes? I'm just gonna say. Trooper here and smell. Henry
3: says the Holy Grail. Oh, no. How you been, Trooper? We missed you, man. You've been out and, and kind of off the radar, you know, for damn near a month. Yeah. So it's good to see you back. I hope you're enjoying that Kilcairon. I I know Kill I Kilcairons are that.
2: crazy good now. Yeah. yeah.
3: The thing flew off the shelves. Um, you know what talking about bottles that flew off the shelves was crazy good? I saw an email from one of these online liquor stores. Um, a bottle of the one one giant leap. Oh yeah.
2: To, That's asking good stuff.
3: two eighty five Are you
2: kidding me? That was good
3: stuff. I but was like, God, God two hundred and eighty five bucks for that bottle already? You
2: should have saved it.
1: Somebody's having a whiskey gas moment. I know, right? Oh,
2: the the frame just froze on that. Holy cow. I
0: can't believe you're just. I.
2: All right. Smoked old. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Alan
0: was kind enough to send us uh, a sample of Port Ellen. Exactly. That we reviewed that I still have dreams about to this day. It was. Yeah, it was ridiculously good. Um, And this doesn't doesn't disappoint either. It's. It's nice, man. Uh, I so
1: this am is this is a celebration of our close to ten thousand. Close to ten thousand.
0: This isn't
3: the same bottle. No, it? no, it's not. No, because this one was distilled in eighty two as well. So that I mean, they're same vintage. Wasn't well, they close in eighty
0: two? Yeah, uh, somewhere I don't remember. Bottled in 04. they've been closed a long time. Oh no,
3: this is a twenty. This was in bottled in 04 and this was bottled in 09 set the barrel a
0: little bit longer mm. yeah baby it's it's nice man um you? if you guys have never had a Port Ellen the hype is for real like all I don't right, say that I'm about right. a lot of stuff but so I we, we it's we, no joke
2: so Sean cracked this bottle before we went online
0: and passed it around we all smelled uh, it
2: this is totally my wheelhouse <laughs> <laughs> how much can I I actually
0: passed it that way because I knew Andrew was gonna like it and may not pass it to anybody else all but. right
3: Ain't looking go. good for the home team. I know
1: it. Taking
3: my time. So we're not taking my
0: time. <laughs> 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 I'll get there when I get there. All right. So the Port Allen is wonderful. Uh, should we talk about some sketch in the news?
3: Sure. Um, you know, before we get off of Alan, though, and, and the topic of Port Allen, Alan, we are we gotta book our weekend. We're supposed <laughs> coming down to see you in two April. months. April.
2: Two months. Portland Colton in 83. So,
3: yeah. yeah, I mean, um, I was thinking about that this, tonight when I was typing up some emails for Scott for Dummies. I'm like, we got to get, we got to lock down with Alan. Yep. Um, looking we'll get forward to going, to going to the track.
2: I'd love to Betting go on, on the line. ponies. I'm not sure, unless it's to the end of the month, I got kid stuff. And you just give me the, into, the, $2 the $2 you
3: want, and I'll put yeah. it on a horse
2: for you. We'll drink right. your share for you. <laughs> Thanks, I'm sure you will. <laughs> we I, won't be drinking uh, any of I'm the only one out. that hasn't nothing, met nothing, Alan nothing because be April's bad for me, so.
1: You can go down by yourself. All right. that's
2: maybe good. Here. Katie and I will go down there. Oh, there
3: you go. Take the wife down and, there. And he'll take you to some distilleries. That'd be great. I
2: guarantee you'll be going to Four Roses. Well, and Katie's got a huge... My wife's got oh, a huge uh, horse history, so she would Key love too. that. Oh, she loved the horses. She liked horses. so good. Actually, let me fill this
0: up a Man, little bit Man, it's like... i this. Than so thank you. It's, it's this earthy... It's not like any other item. Like Iowa. straw, but like roasted straw.
2: I mean, it's... <laughs> There's there's some it uh, top it's peated, obviously. Did
0: Miss Lee just join us? It's got a uh, oh my gosh, it's got. She was I here early. Get, I get like an acetone on it. There as well. is a little bit on the nose, it was, yeah. Ooh, Greg Lewis that, that, that makes it different. It's not bad. It's just different. Um, it's I'm a big fan of that stuff. <laughs> I'm a real big fan. It's too bad. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait till they reopen it. Thank you. I actually got a. It's uh, not going
2: to be the same, dude. Come
0: on. I, I actually got an email from them the other day. They had a picture I, of construction on the I on, but that was on the distillery rough.
3: and stuff, and so it's it's coming. Supposedly off. they're using the same strain
0: of barley. We'll get to that. <laughs> We're gonna get, that? get to that. Calm down. <laughs> he calm, said, down I said, calm down, man. Calm down. Oh shoot!
3: I had to. So I had. Oh wow.
0: uh, I had one scotch in the news that I wanted to talk about. All right. It's like an Uh, old barn. So the New York Times uh, had a story about scotch whiskey exports rise 4% last year despite U.S. tariffs. However. However. That 4% was mainly from the first three quarters yeah, before the tariffs went into effect. It hadn't been, yeah. Uh, after the tariffs went into effect, uh, not not as much. <laughs> uh, but the United States was the most valuable destination for scotch. Uh, it yeah. rose 2.8% uh, year over year, so, which is, you know, that's significant. Uh, but... Those those tariffs, I mean, I don't see that being the same number this year. Um, and so they were talking about a lot of places uh, looking at alternative markets and how fast they could build that up versus, you yeah. know, just trying to, uh, you know... Work out and make it work until you know something, some kind of resolution comes we'll on the terrace. Did, uh, did we
2: already talk about the uh, whiskey cask where Ed, Ed Cole was talking about it? Yep, yeah, okay. Uh,
0: did they that. did say that Scotch whiskey exports by comparison to Taiwan rose 22% last year and 19.7% to India. India, wow. So Uh-oh. I mean that's a I mean those are emerging markets. There's people with money over there um, and if they can get an educated consumer over there, they may see a, a lot more single malts going that way.
2: Yeah, so this is this is a chance or well, depends, uh, you know, if they'll buy, if they'll pay the premium for single malt versus over blends and things.
0: Well, I think it's a it's all about the economy of the place that you you're sending it to. So if you've got a middle class or an upper middle class that can afford to buy more premium, yeah. and and you've marketed it so that they understand what the value is in purchasing those things. Then I think you'll see. And obviously they're they're doing both because they're seeing exports go up that much. Yeah, we need. To I talk. like the spirit, Tony.
3: I'm we with need you. to
2: talk to um, some. Uh, who's our favorite Compass Box um, distributor? Pete. Pete. Um, right. How how's how's Compass Box doing? Because it's a blend. Should be affected by the tariffs.
0: I actually... uh, That's a good question. They had um, somebody on one of the podcasts that I listened to was talking about they'd gone to one of their favorite bars, and the bar offered a scotch flight, and it was single malts, and last week when they went in, it was a flight of compass box. (laughs) No. Really? <laughs> of higher-end compass boxes. That's what we needed. Which we I need, was like, so, all the so he's
1: I getting mean, around the corner Fletcher's on that like going, doing like going, yay. Yeah, uh, buddy. Was, it was
0: just some, okay. some neighborhood bar that he was talking about the scotch prices. So, yep. I mean, I could see some of that kind of stuff going on. I even thought about if I was uh, a crafty distiller and I was kind of like, you know what, screw this. You know, maybe I'm at LaFroy and I go down to Arbeg and I'm like, let me have a cup. Just yeah. one cup. I need one I'm gonna cup. I'm going to take it down to this vat, pour it in. Now it's a blended malt, and I'm going to ship it yeah. to the States.
2: Lagavulin L- 16 plus.
0: <coughs> It'll be.
2: Lagavulin blend. 16 blended. <laughs> and this stuff ain't going to last that long. I'm not yeah. that worried
3: L'Gaboulin about it. Lagavulin 16 We'll see, six, six, man. I think, I think we had I can, the Final 10 honest. cast strength in New York with Bob. Bob H, correct me if I'm wrong if we didn't try that or not, but I thought we did. Um, so I got this poured. I haven't tasted I it haven't yet. I'm in to it.
1: Oh, Nocturnal taste. says he's tried the Peat Monster. Then that's a that's a really good bottle. Peat Monster is fantastic. killed them. That cast
3: drink Peat Monster is. It's oh, really. Li- it's much lighter than I <clears throat> I thought it was going to be.
0: Oh, you should taste. What it. is the ABV on this? Fifty four one. Man, it is. Much. It is. Is Alan still on? Perfect. Perfect. It should be. Um, Alan, thank you so much <clears throat> for this. It's such a good drink. So It's can, definitely so, got a
2: unique nose for an island. So I would, of- I would like to take just a couple minutes <laughs> when everybody's tasted it, that we can talk through it because this is, oh. this is something that not everybody gets, and we are incredibly lucky to have uh, Alan send this to us. So we need to talk through this and let everybody know yeah, why should. Port Allen is that good, and I think it is that good. It's just, and, I, and I'm, I'm struggling because I'm not a fully uh, educated palate yet. To try and understand what I'm pulling out of there, because it, it, there's like layers in there that I that I'm I'm missing because they are very fast. They like flip through like um, there's some wood, there's some uh, brine, there's some uh, smoke. You know, it just it's tough to. Put it all
3: together. So, uh, but on the nose, they're, they're, it's, it's much lighter. Yeah, there's a peat sense to it, but obviously because it's so old, it's, the peat's not gonna be as punchy as Correct. I mean, right? So yes. I, I, I know why that's there, but there's there's a, a fruit on the nose to me. And I, I want, it's not apple, it's not orange or pear, but it's somewhere in that neighborhood. And well, I see. Pear, I'm get, I'm, I think.
2: I'm getting like I get, fresh corn, like fresh corn on the cob. Like when you just strip it off the corn. So it, like maybe that, like that silk? Well, it's it's yeah, it's uncooked corn. I mean, so, it's, here, here's grilled pineapple.
1: It could be a Maybe. little grilled. So here's it's here's got that my
0: charry uh, sweet.
1: Yeah, here's here's my take. So, <laughs> imagine a Twinkie, that you dropped on <laughs> the floor, you picked it up, from earth, right, ground, on the dirt, dirt, and picked it up, and you you held it over a fire just for a second. <clears> That's what I'm getting. It's creamy sponge. So. Little Uh, bit earth, cream, sponge cake, smoke, and dirt. And there's there's that pineapple or something. That that, I think it's like a pineapple mango or something. I can get some mango
2: in it. Yeah. Now that I'm nosing it. Wow, that's all on the nose.
0: Yeah. I've been trying that. There's
2: actually a pretty long finish on it. I mean,
3: it stays it stays with you for quite a while. it's such There's a briny, a tangy. It is a soft. Dude, you're it, right. It? It, oh, but man. I think that that stands because you know, 26 years. The the peat really does settle, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. You lose a lot of that,
1: but it's like perfect. Wow, that's a that's like an old charring taste. Like I don't know how I explain that. It's like a. Almost like a stale charring
2: or something. Is that like like the fire pit the next day after you poured water on the night before? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's got that
3: old smoke. You know, you know
2: there's a fire there, but it's been a while. It's been a bit.
3: So I'll I'll wow. give into your your pineapple, but it's not like oh, a man. super super ripe sweet no it's sugar not sweet. pineapple. No. Right? It's more of it's. A,
0: it's like it's an so underripe, hungry. like tangy pineapple. <laughs> oh
2: yeah, it's so funny. You guys are like, oh yeah, word God for numbers? It's a, it's an unripe pineapple. Are I'm we, just are we scotch it. knob? It's a know.
1: pineapple with a little bit of a <laughs> couple pieces cut out.
2: <laughs> yeah, and then, and then it was, was set outside. And it was set outside for a day, and then put in the
0: fridge, and then it I'm picked up some you of that I I smell. If you want to be honest, it's more like pineapple core versus pineapple. Flesh. Yeah, taking yeah. it not, to the next level. It's not that it, it's yep. yeah yeah. No. It's yep. got a hint. Then you cook it up. Chef is right. Yeah. <laughs> He's right. I <laughs> don't know why you're arguing. I oh don't <laughs> oh know gosh. why you'd want to. But it's mm. it's well balanced and awesome. Uh,
1: and, and it's old tasting and smelling too, like a, almost like a musty. It,
0: it's got that musty, like old library. Old book. old book, yeah, leather. <laughs> Alan's gonna come on here and say, "Psych, I really put White Walker in a bottle and send it up to you, losers." Maybe <laughs> a Alan would not do that, although. Otherwise, I mean, you'd have thing to, is, to. Thing, uh, is, I, thing I, is, if this is White Walker, I, mean, I would is, drink White Walker. It is pretty light. I'm excited for them to get that distillery up and running and. <laughs> I hope to have a glass of this in, you know, 30 or 40 years. I don't know.
2: I
1: think I just created a new s'more. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, Deep uh,
2: Dusty, uh, a smoky, uh, twinkie.
1: <laughs> it doesn't sound bad, does it? <laughs> uh, so I
2: hope you guys take this. We are incredibly lucky to taste this. It's outstanding, and and we may oh, be at good. a loss to really fully evaluate the complexities of Port Ellen. But it's, cool. but it's amazing. Hey, if it you
0: does. have a chance to try some, you really should. Um, i putting water on it. Sorry for you. Uh, I'm not.
1: What? You're going to put water on it? No. I,
3: I don't
0: want either. to. Gosh
3: dang it. I know. It, it might do something to it. It might uh, blow it up and make Andrew it like, did. Oh. We'll, we'll, we'll It's
2: let probably going to be fantastic. Well, why don't you tell me? <laughs> well, get get
0: so <laughs> married.
2: Give it a second off-gast. gas. right, so while we're
0: enjoying these. Should we talk a little bit about uh, barley? Let's
3: talk about uh, barley. I, I, do you want to talk right. a little or a lot? Well, you, it is the topic of tonight's live. Let's All
0: right, from so it's let's Let's talk a little bit <laughs> about barley, and we'll see how far we get into it. All right. right. Uh, it turns out, I, you know, Drew asked us at the beginning of the week, hey, what do you guys want to talk about on the live show? And I was like, you know what? we've talked a little bit about water sources we've talked a little bit about region you know, and regions why don't we talk about barley because that's kind of where everything gets started in this process right and i wanted to kind of go all the way through the process like what what does this look like i don't know anything about growing barley we don't grow barley in indiana what's it really uh, mean to whiskey I... yeah and and you know what what's the variations you know what what kind of tonnage are we talking about? So I kind of wanted to really geek into it just a little bit. Um, And it turns out it it kind of goes back to some of my background because I grew up in in farm country in Indiana, in northern Indiana, and my father worked at a grain elevator. So I'm used to harvest time. I understand how corn and wheat and soybeans are processed through an industrial facility and, and accepted from a farmer into that you know food yep. production process Pro- yeah, that uh, whole industry. you know i mean it's a it's a you know there's there's a lot that goes into you know figuring out grading those grains and figuring out you know what their worth is and then sorting through them and making sure that everything is cool but before so, we talk about barley for all intents and purposes it's kind of pretty much the same
3: process for all of those for the soybean the corn yeah the wheat. I, I mean there's not much difference so there's differences
0: <laughs> but for for barley, though, uh, for distillation, That's there's, where a, there's a big process that goes into this. Much different. Uh, yeah, a little I mean, a little bit. Um, so you're talking about, I, I didn't realize, I mean, barley is old. Like, old, old. It was one of the first uh, grains that was domesticated, like 8,000 B.C. Oh, my gosh. Uh, what? Yeah. Barley so this and wheat like have been around. Prior to Sympathy. For forever. Yeah. But at that point,
2: they got two kernels per, per stock. Yeah, huh? probably. <laughs>
0: So, and you can still find like the, the actual, the the wild plant that the barley was domesticated from. Uh, Barley is, uh, there's two different varieties. There's two row and six row. Six row is higher in protein. So it's usually used for like livestock feed and, and things like that. The two-row barley is what we're concerned about in our distillation process because so it has the, what more mean,
2: yeah, What do you mean, two-row, six-row?
0: So what do you mean six? I, I had to figure this out myself. So if you look at the barley plant, so think of like a, a stock of wheat, right? Because we've all seen wheat. It, we it live in your, Indiana. No. So think of a grass stock, and at the top of it, two-row barley actually has two rows of seeds Going up at yep. six row barley kind of has. Oh, okay. it's, it's got wow. like a six pointed star, and then there's no, like okay. a row on each. So I'm assuming yield is much higher. Then. So six yes. is for for so, uh, farming, and no. then two is for yeah. So yeah, so I mean, essentially, you're looking at higher protein content in the six row barley. Um, I spent in a the six row. In the six row, there's higher protein. Okay. In the two row, there's higher starch. There's, uh, that's, that's, the that's that's what you want. That's what we're at. the starch so, content right. is. Where just, all just, the sugar comes from, for making make, the alcohol and the distiller. So I did not realize that right, there would be right. as many strands of barley because they are all susceptible to all kinds of molds and rusts and rots and diseases. <laughs> you got labeled for being from the region. He's wow. not from Gary. This guy's from the region. <laughs> the region, right? <rat>. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But so they are constantly coming up with these new strains of barley that are resistant to that, that. that are resistant to those things or or they're just kind of, you know, the, the those diseases haven't caught up to no. yet. Uh, the whole process for getting one of those strands put into the supply chain, though, is incredibly long. Um I read a couple of articles on on the process, and I was looking on a couple of the UK government websites for the different strands that had been approved. And it, it was a basically uh, what's the name of the, the problem. Agriculture and horticulture development board is in charge of figuring out which strands are you know approved for whatever purpose you're growing them for. Um, if you are trying to get them into a brewery or a distillery in the uk you have to go through the malting barley committee (laughs) which sounds ridiculous but it's all uh people that are involved in either the malting community uh or an end user so a brewery or a a distiller and they go through all of these strains that are put forward um as as potential uh distillate or, or brewery sources And they have to go through this rigorous process that's a multi-year, multi-stage process where they figure out the yields and what diseases they're susceptible to. And most importantly, how they fall into the process of distilling or brewing. Let me ask you a question at this point then.
3: Is two-row barley more expensive or does it yield a higher price per bushel than six-row because if I'm a farmer and I've been growing six row barley for years, feeding cattle or whatever um, you know, it's going to, what's the incentive for me to want to go in and switch over to two year if it's going to be four or five years before I can get on contract with a distillery?
0: Well, so you, just like any other grain crop, you're not necessarily going to, if, if you were planting two row barley, you're just going to go on the government website and see what's approved. And actually, it's all about the oh. malters. So the malters, if you're a farmer and I you're see. planning on growing barley, you're you're going to one of these guys and he's giving you a contract because he's contracted by all of the distilleries. Uh, so, oh yeah. so let's say he's got McAllen uh, as one of their clients. And McAllen is is uh, contracting with this malter yep. to produce, to give them a certain tonnage of malted barley. Two-row golden promise. At, that's what they At a used. specific, you know, it and it can get extremely specific, the The type of barley, yeah. what the moisture content is, what the nitrogen content is, you know, how how well it germinates, all of those things, and they're going to go through a specific list, and so then the malter goes to the farmers and says, okay, I've got this contract out. I can pay you X, X amount of dollars per... If you're growing this.
3: Per well, ton. Well, that's the thing. So... Um, Acapulco gold red hair.
2: Well,
0: right. Uh, so that's the
2: thing. <laughs> Golden Promise barley would apparently, I don't know if the yield of Golden Promise, the, the variety is fairly low, but McAllen uses almost exclusively Golden Promise barley. So if it wasn't for McAllen, nobody would be growing Golden Promise barley.
3: Right. But, but so uses a lot of My it, question so. really isn't valid because the farmer's not the one that has to go through the wait, the four or five years to no, get approved. No, no, no. Right. No, he's just doing his thing and finally someone gets a barley approved through there and he's like, Oh, I'll start planting that next so, year. So so exactly.
0: a lot of this approval process is done by I'm I'm assuming it's done by the seed company. The seed company. It's gotta right. be the seed company. You know company. what I mean? Yeah. So they're planting test fields of all of these different strains sure. to see how sure. things are going. Uh, So I followed uh, one particular strain called LG Diablo through the process. That sounds awesome. El Diablo. That's that's a spicy barley. Three years. Three years uh, (laughs) of harvests. And then they took samples on each one. They checked the yields and all of that kind of stuff. And then they put it through uh, provisional distilling and brewery. Uh, making small batches of beer or distillate to see how it how it goes, mm-hmm. um, and then it gets provisional approval, which doesn't really mean anything. Um, so it was like four or five years from start to finish before it was approved to be used in a distilling operation, and so now it's got approval.
2: That, that's um, amazing to me. It takes that long. I guess they have to establish a consistent batch or a consistent yeah, they, they have
0: to, they have to see what kind of consistency the the over seed time. has over time you know different growing seasons different what's snow conditions, protein content with the
2: sugar content right. and all that yeah
0: absolutely. and so then once it's approved and you're a farmer and you go out and you plant one of the approved types you go through harvest and then this is the part that I understood the most so they right you know, they're bringing the barley into and they're bringing it to the malting facility that is contracted with them to, to produce this barley mm-hmm. and in the UK you know, in America it's it's a little more lax, I guess, is is the best word. Like we're we're, you know, getting truckloads of corn into this elevator and we're yeah, different it's co-mingled, that, like not paying on, any know, attention to any of that stuff, right? For the malters, it's very specific. Like there is a document trail that specifies like this is the kind of um, Barley that it is, yeah. these are the pesticides that was used on it. And yep. then they're testing it a lot. There's moisture content. They test it for germination. They have <laughs> to cut a hundred kernels in half and subject it to this like weird dye test to make sure that it's gonna germinate within ninety-eight percent uh, germination rate. Uh, they, uh, you're gonna have so, to explain this whole say, nitrogen like process where they figure out up. the protein yeah. content. So, so <laughs> tell them about the, the test. That's so they, mean. so they heat up the the kernels and they vaporize the nitrogen into a nitrogen gas. And then they measure the amount of nitrogen as a weight versus the kernels that are in there. And it has to be like 1.6% weight and then they can multiply that out and figure out the protein content that's in a kernel of barley. So it's yes. a little <laughs> bit more scientific
3: than they do on it's, like Wicked Tuna where they pull out the sample and they're like, yeah, that's good looking marbling. I'll give you fifteen bucks a Just time. compare
1: Wicked yes. yes. <laughs> Tuna. <laughs> yeah. so
3: it, it's
2: a little more It's a little bit more. So yes. the interesting thing is starch and sugars have it's no protein, have no nitrogen, nitrogen in them. So the their protein or the molecular content or molecular structure of starches there's no nitrogen. Okay. The molecular structure of protein contains nitrogen. So that's how you are able to tell if it has nitrogen, that's the protein that's burning. It's not the starch. And so that's you how you can that. tell is how much, if it's producing a, a significant amount of nitrogen, that's because the starch is burning, not because the carbohydrates or the starch is burning. Or yeah, it's the, hey, proteins, got are it. hey, got the it. proteins are burning. Proteins are burning. And that's why, and, and so protein is what you know, whatever six percent um, nitrogen, and so therefore, that's how you figure it
0: out. Yep. So it was uh, <laughs> to follow along. Is that anyway, is
2: that same thing as a tuna. I,
0: I found we it. We should have to be, got the
2: scotch in here for this. I don't know. Uh,
0: like there was a ton more <laughs> that I researched, and I'm sure we'll have another talk about it because there there was a whole bunch of stuff that they went through once it got to the malting facility. Um, They did like germination tests to see, um, to make sure that all the seeds sprouted about the same time Mm -hmm. so that they were all converting the starch to sugar at about the same rate. Like there was a ton of stuff that went into it. So I guess my whole point was I had no idea at all that there was that much stuff that went on before the stuff even got to the distillery. I think Uh, it was fascinating. I think the interesting
2: thing about that. Is it really the malters kind of control what farmers do? So a, a malter will say, you know, I need four million bushels of this brand of uh, this this strain of malt. What about
3: the unique situations where a distillery is doing, you know, farm to to bottle? Kilholman.
2: Well, then they, well, then they
3: act as a malter. Yeah, so so but they have to go through all this cost, well, they? but they're probably well, supplying yeah, they their gotta, own
2: grain. Well, right? they still got to work with farmers to grow the grain for them.
0: They're growing it. So, no, like, let's no, say Kilhoman. No, not. that's a that's a farm. That's producing grain that they're using. But I can't believe they facility. have enough acreage to grow enough barley. They don't. But there are so certain I, so but there are certain bottles that they are saying are coming from here. This okay, farm. well
2: then the the
3: new Isla barley, the new Glen Morangi, uh Cadball Estates just got a release a press release about it. It's their new. Yep. Uh, it's a non-age. Oh no, actually, it's fifteen year. I'm pretty sure. And it's all the barley used comes from their 440 acres that is around the Glen Morangi Estate yep. Heritage Home. So did they have to go
0: through this whole process? Well, I don't, I mean. They would, but they are providing the grain. So they're the end user also. Right. So all they're doing is saying, you know, most of these farmers are just a guy that owns a field, right? Right. Yeah. Whereas Glimmerangi is the farmer, but they're also the end user. So all they're doing is taking it to the malter and saying, here, malt this for me.
3: Right, but and then bring they, it. Did back they to still us. have to get the the approval, the provisional well, they're, approval. They're going to have to
0: use well, one of a, the approved strains. I'm, I'm assuming it's okay. older grain, yeah. Okay, uh, so yeah, that's kind of crazy. But, but what a pain in the But the whole point is, you want to use the approved grains because the approved grains are going to give you. The product that you're looking for. It's or not, not going to be cloudy. Going it's going to have the comment. right That's starch content. It's going to germinate correctly. Like The reason they're doing all this stuff is to make sure that it's all good. They didn't do all this in the 70s and they had great
3: scotch. That's what Tom's saying. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
0: oh, i not I bet they also had some really bad stuff too that they didn't turn out. <laughs> oh, man! Everyone, there is so, an approved list of strains. Um, yes. And actually, if you go to the website for uh, the Agriculture and Horticulture Development Board, there is a, an entire list of all of the grains that are allowed to be produced and grown in the UK, um, and their approval status and what they're used for and where they're grown and all that kind of stuff. I You can eat- get as geeky as you want. Hey, to
3: Freed's first time, I've never noticed him on the chat, so I wanted to, wanted to call him out and say, hey, welcome. You may have been here before, but I just never noticed Very it. Fair. So anyway, barley, I think you- Beat Barley down. Eat barley oh. down. You're probably not done. Oh, no, we're, we're not done. done. So, That's we're, geez, we're just geez, getting so we started, man. He's like, man, Sean's geeking out, and the other three just want to drink. I, so, I love like it. I love it.
0: it. I, I love it.
1: You, yeah. you, you, you ready to geek out, too? Um, well, can you
0: give me another glass? I'm going yeah, to save this last time. I'm going to finish oh. this last <laughs> sip. So,
1: honestly,
3: I'm going to finish off my thought on this, though, on this this, this Port Ellen. Um, I got to say, I smelt yours with water. And I have not put water on it, and I think the water did a disservice to it. I agree. I think the water opened up an acetone note that I didn't appreciate as much, and I don't get it on the neat side. Honestly, it's turned way more pineappley than it was it ten minutes ago, fifteen yep. minutes ago. But I think the water damaged it,
2: which I is. I think so. I you didn't
3: taste it, did you? No, I didn't. So, I didn't. so I I, didn't.
2: I, I got, I, I when I added water to it, it got more. I felt more of the new make coming through. I felt really? more of the malting and the flavor coming through and the peat kind of wafted off a little bit more. So yeah, I lost some of the peat, some of the peated notes, but I, I still got this uh, great mouthfeel, feel, heavy, heavy malted whiskey well, coming through.
3: I think that's why I'm getting more pineapple on it now because the peat, it, it's been open and poured now for quite a while. Yep. I think the peat's kind of all wafted off and gone. But um, yeah, the first nose I took of it with that water, I, I honestly got an, an, an acetone. On the nose, and I, man, I hate that. Um, hmm. And then I came back to this, and it's not there. But I didn't taste yours because I mean I, we had a limited amount. I wasn't saying. fifty four was 541? Like, one. one
0: I'm very curious. I, I'm anxious to see when they get the new distillery up and running. How it, should have saved this
2: bottle. And how it life. all
0: turns out. Yeah, you right. know, I mean, I know that they are. It's it's an icon. So they're going to have to do their best Alan, to recreate you. what was coming out of there before. Wonderful, wonderful blast, Alan, and It's
3: an exciting. Ex- yeah, exciting opportunity for us to go to do.
1: So interesting segue here. Uh, Dr. Scotch, we have a question from a um, One Lost Calls, or Brent from Discord here. And he has Long-time a question. Long-time listener. Are, first
2: are we ready to
1: conference. ask Dr. Scotch's question? <laughs> yeah, we probably going to go get <laughs> it. Let's go get <laughs> All right. Uh, I believe Doctor so Scotch, is. welcome to the show, sir. Thank you. Well, show. thank you
2: very much. I yes. you know, I'm I play I'm not a doctor in real life, but I play one on you YouTube. Too. So hey, right, Dr. Right. Scotch is here to answer your Scotch well, we, you Excellent. Have question. Excellent. What question. is it?
1: So this week we had a question from one Lost cause or, or Brent, and he asked, Where does the funk from Springbank come from? Who wow. that was asked. Funk?
2: That was asked via our Discord channel. That is great. Springbank has a special process. So let, let me, you know, I did, I've done some research on this and you know, the first um, inkling of what is going on with Springbank came when, um, I think there were some of the dummies were in New York, you know, just in December. And they went to Widow Jane Distillery. We did. And um, there, a bottle of it up there. there. Yeah, and so there was a lot of, and going through their sampling lineup. They had a That's bunch of different different uh, bottles and different grains and things that, that they're making their whiskeys out of. And they made they had one bottling that was made out of blue blue corn. Um, and blue corn is really high in oils. And we were talking to the uh, the distiller, their master distiller, and I, killing it's killing me. I forget her name. But we were going through there, and, and she said that. Um, it, uh, and when we tasted this whiskey, it had a funk. It is like, oh, I'm getting some some of that funk in there. Oh, I remember. And and she said that yeah, that this one, we weren't real happy with this one because it, uh, the blue corn has oh, lots of oils yeah, yeah, in it. Yeah. And meanwhile, um, all you guys are like
0: much for the yeah. rest of it <laughs> Well,
1: it, it,
2: yeah, of it, it, it had a bunch of oils oh in it i gosh. think that's still
1: oh hey hold on a second we got a super chat in from Lewis. Hey. love the geeky cheers, stuff yeah. Yeah. It's it's right right you. thank here. you so this is geeky stuff wow. right now
2: cheers thank you gary what what is this pelican so oh i didn't hit that right water first.
1: First.
2: so i'm talking um so the um so it's it was it was funky and it that and she said that the it was lots of oils in it and it th- they think they ran the still too hot and they think they burned it a little bit. And so that kind of put that funkiness into it and they weren't real happy with it. I'm like, ah, so let me do some more research on this. Well, um uh Springbank, they have this their uh, wash still. So this is the stuff they unique,
1: right? The stills they have. Yeah.
2: And they do like a, they find this way to do the two and a half processing, two and a half distillation process for spring bank. And I think that that partially contributes to it, but their wash still is live fired, which is a fairly unusual right now. So they actually have gas heat that touches the bottom of the still. And so it gets incredibly hot. You know, a lot of these uh, now... As sense. opposed to... A lot, a lot of them use, like, steam. Steam, uh, steam on a jacket, which will sure. warm the still more uniformly mm, right. and allow it to boil off. But they do live fire, and that's one of the things they're very proud of is their live fire still, their wash still. Well, that wash still has lots of sugars in it. It has lots of grain particles in it, and it tends to burn. Unless fa- you shake it enough. Well, they actually <laughs> like have... Pop? The I funny did. thing is they actually have something in there called a rummager... That scrapes along the bottom of the still to break off all those burnt sugars, so they they know that they're burning in their still oh, from that live fire. I dig the funk, and so that that burnt material comes over on the still, and then what the, what they do is then they take that over and, you know and they and the wash still. They they collect everything. They you know the heads, the tails, the heart cut, they keep they bring it all over. In fact, they distill the, the back end down to one percent alcohol. Holy so God. I mean it's, it's they're they're stripping all the alcohol out of that low wine still. And so then they move that over to their to their secondary still, which then they distill fairly heavily, and then they take the heart cut still, they take the good center, but then they keep distilling it to, to get more yield. And um, they get all the faints, so that back end, all that burnt stuff, comes over in that second still. And then they take that, they take some of some of that low wine from the first still, put it together, and distill it again. So they're like re redistilling that funk. It's like a burnt that, sugar. That, that funk. burnt that comes through to that two flavor stills. profile comes all the way through the whole process. And, and, the, and that kind of burnt stuff is in t- tends to be in the faints, and then they go and re- re-distill the faints, and so. My guess is this is somewhat intentional by the way they live fire that first still, and then they carry that tail through two more stills. And I think they, it's actually because of the, mainly because of their live fire. Live fire makes sense. That's interesting. You're you're focusing that burn spot and you can
1: only scrape so much. It's still going to burn. Yeah, uh, yeah,
2: it is. They, 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 They try and knock off the chunks. But you're right. They they get burning on the bottom of that still. It's like if you cook, you know what? Stir it, just, just to make sure you don't exactly. get sued
3: by Spring Bank. These are solely Doctor Scotch's opinions. Of course,
2: <laughs> yeah. This I, I have not been you able to figure conf- them out. I've not been able to confirm this in any well, research okay. I've done. They they're, will they're not just, admit to that in any way. Way
1: of saying it. we're we're not
2: sure. We're just
3: guessing. No, but that's an I mean it totally makes sense and it's a great theory. I how can you dispute that? I
1: mean that's interesting.
2: Yeah, and, and depending on how they distill it and if they triple distill it, they use less of those faints, and so so yeah, I would interesting. Need to,
1: Get, so Donard Pass Whiskey says Glenn Farkas also has direct fire.
2: They are, and, and there are other ones that that, that direct fire. But the question is
1: how far? How,
3: long? how far they, they bring, bring that feints in. Again.
2: How how far do they direct how far do they <clears throat> collect on the direct fire still? And then do they carry those that entire wash into their third distillation? Which is really what they're doing. Is they're they're taking the faints off the second still, blending it with the the low wine coming off the first still, and then doing that the distillation. So they're almost concentrating that in that in that third distillation. you
0: one drop of funk.
2: I, I would think that <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting. You know what'd be kind of cool is to compare
1: all the all the direct fire stills yes. uh, and figure out if there's similarities to them. Obviously, Springbank. If if your analogy is correct, and they do some more faints and get more of that funkiness, like Glen Farkas and a couple other ones, do we get some similarities on more condensed, sugary type you know taste to mm-hmm. them versus not direct fire stills? And if it's the case, is it just because Springbank does something else, like you said? Yeah.
3: Well, and is is Springbank doing that in the long rows and the Hazelburns, or are they just doing it in the Springbanks?
2: Uh, so. I wouldn't think so. So the way they you, different you, mashables you, obviously they can't change the, the, the sure they can they
3: don't have to distill the third time they don't have I mean they don't, they don't. no and but so they have that's what we still you, use direct fire so if you
2: look at them and they don't have to take that I think far off bank. so I'm gonna have to I'm I, I'm gonna mess this up but I know spring bank is distilled two and a half times hazelburn <laughs> I think it's distilled one time three times they may be three times and um, rosebank is one long back, long row long row. so one is one is re- is distilled twice. <laughs> One is still so two they and, are, and a half times. Right, exactly. and One is still three times. So yes, they they are different. different. They are different by design. Now they all come from that same wash still. Sure. And they also go through the same spirit stills. But
3: you're right. And they might they all take different amounts of the ends. Correct. The fact that they're yeah. pushing all the way to one percent alcohol. They're, they're they're
2: they're taking everything out of that. They're, thing. they're stripping everything out and they're cooking it down because it. it You have to get it hot. Breaking bad, baby. Breaking bad. (laughs) You said they're cooking it all. That's interesting, man. It is. It is. It is. And I I love that the science behind the distillation process. And and the funny thing is you you talk to them about, well, why do you do that? Well,
3: it's because it's what we've always done. Mm -hmm. See, uh, Alejandro says long row two times, hazelburn three times. So spring banks two and a half. Yeah. Interesting. All right.
2: So, so the, the theoretically, the hazelbart is going to be a lighter spirit because they're not using as much of that faint, or they distill it off. Sure. They're not. They're not bringing that <laughs> the third. And, still. and
3: that's just like Irish whiskeys are, are triple distilled, and that's why they are lighter, and, and Correct. it makes more sense. So long row, which we love. Oh yeah,
2: absolutely right. They're they're pretty meaty. Right yeah Chew so uh
1: brent thank you for asking that if you have questions you'd like dr scotch to answer That's the best way to do it is get our discord channel we actually have a dr scotch ask dr scotch there questions is. channel and you can post in there or leave us a comment we, we can try to find them in there as well but much easier to verify them in our channel and discord so so you
2: you can uh bank that dr scotch believes it's spring bank funk is based on what we already discussed.
1: I well, awesome. I buy into that. Makes sense to me. I'm not arguing with All that right, Dr. Scotch. Scotch, I got some whiskey here for Andrew so hurry up and change yeah. up. All right. We'll Beat see it. you later. Cheers. Hey, <laughs> Did welcome you back Andrew. Hey, you right?
3: you I didn't mean, let I anybody drink <laughs> my whiskey. No, I didn't
1: Balakin, eleven
3: year old straight from the cask two thousand seven edition Olderoso, 60.4 ABV, Wheelhouse Whiskey. Mm-hmm. it I you. got Tootsie Roll. It's got Tootsie Roll
2: and a little bit of black licorice. Wasn't that a song like, hey, just about Tootsie Roll. <laughs> Dude, oh.
1: drink it for yourself and tell me. It's got a lot of, um, um hint of like like rose petals too, like that fragrance <sighs> of floral. 60.4.
0: It brings a thunder, man, it's no joke. Woohoo! Must
1: be getting close to 11 Molly's
2: here. <laughs> just lost the video.
0: Oh, interesting. They're buffering.
2: Oh, that's Android, yeah. No, we're good. I don't know. I don't know. Well, this is not... Uh, Did you break... Really uh, this is not Port Ellen. <laughs> Did you break the YouTube? Uh, are we up?
1: Uh, it buffered for a second. It says no data. Uh-oh.
2: Uh-oh. Are we Uh-oh.
1: off? Uh-oh. Oh, no, no.
3: We're not off. Whoa, yeah, tr- I don't know what happened to the internet,
0: but Just we'll leave talking. it to them guys. So we're... We wants to know what we're drinking because they were buffering and they lost us. All right. So go back oh so it is about 11 year old
3: straight look delicious in the bottle it looked like a, i mean it honestly it's looks like a good, pint of oil they're
0: delicious you're like is that
3: for real um james what is a huge that? sherry head a sherry bomb guy and so he's bought a couple and he's shared a couple of them with i mean it's it's, it's, it's dark really good. it's meaty it's rich it's i'm
0: not sure i've had a balican that i don't like <laughs> you know what you're right <laughs> but
3: let's talk about Where where's balican come from it's actually Edredor. Yeah. So it comes out of the Edredor distillery, yeah. right? But it's what's different about Balakin than Edredor. I mean, I uh, maybe I'm wading into uh, something we haven't researched enough to, to really be talking I about. I believe but, you are. You're um, right out there. I, I do Let's believe- talk about barley. Let's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, talk about
0: barley.
2: <laughs> so when I, when Someone's <laughs> turning in farmer next year.
0: When, when, uh, I, when I typed
2: in uh, balakin, it autocorrected to do balls bin. <laughs> so I'm going to no. try and say that again.
3: I think Balakin is is the peated arm of Edradour, isn't is. it? Yeah, Correct. I mean, so it's not a heavily peated. There's no. It,
0: to it's me, it's there.
3: It's there. It's almost just like a, a slight edge to the whiskey. It, it's what? probably not even peated in my mind. Well, it, it doesn't smell. I mean, there's a little bit of of funk, you know. Yeah. So uh, yeah, there's not much peat in here. No, no. Um, it's delicious. I absolutely love it. And I know James has bought several of them. He's a Balakin fan. Um, so, interested for him to chime in here, I, if he's still on, That's don't really tell we, about. Are
1: we, are we are no. we're, we're on, but it's buffering like crazy, so...
3: What's going on? I don't know, guys. Your
1: internet's... So... We'll get on Discord. Okay. Okay.
3: Alright.
0: So, Alright, guys.
3: I, I guess Sorry. this, this ended sourly. Well, Molly's happy her tail is wagging because we're <laughs> shutting down. And it's time um, for pretzels. That really sucks. I um, anyway... The difference between Balakin yep. and Eduador is peach. That is correct. That oh, was right. Um, I guess we'll wrap it up if the video is really crapping on us and we'll go over to the Discord post show. So if you are a patron and you get onto our post show, uh, we'll see you, see you there. We'd love
2: to see you there. It looks like it's going okay. Um,
0: Otherwise, we'll see you on Monday for our uh, new review and uh, next Thursday for the live. Yep. Uh, we'll give you guys an
3: update on the tour. There are three spots left on the bus. If you have been on the fence, you better take one of the three no, because I think I got one of those three gone and we're getting ready to push it pretty hard to get the other two filled. So that's that, a lot of work going on. It's, dude, it's mid-February.
0: Yeah, yeah, we're we're like four months. So should yeah, I buy, should I
3: buy airline
2: tickets yet?
0: I'm going to knock you out, man.
3: <laughs> I've already got reservations. I've got an Airbnb in Inverness for us. At least we got a place to stay the night before I, the tour. <laughs> we need something the night after.
0: I, I booked my hotel when I get into uh, Scotland today. And nice. I'm, I'm looking at my uh, hotel for after the tour is over. We need to talk. Okay. All right. All, all right. Roger that. Did so you get us a
2: castle? <laughs> I'm working on
3: I'm working on it. you
2: get that? Because that'd be great.
3: <laughs> He's already got one. Run right we'll away. We'll hang the guy for dummies. Boy, <laughs> right, I taunt you a second time. <laughs>